Hey, I'm glad you stopped by. Sounds kind of cheesy, but I really am. Um, Don't mind the little one in the background. I am a mom of three. I have a nine-year-old boy, a five-year-old girl, and an 18-month-old baby boy. As parents, we love, love, love our children. And when it comes to the holiday season, I feel like a lot of us stress out about what the great gifts to give them are and whatnot. This year, I kind of humbled myself and tried to humble them because we've gone through a lot over the past year. And this is our first official Christmas in our new home. And they're excited. Um... I did not put up a Christmas tree because I feel like the one-year-old would tear that thing to shreds. Um, But he does have to learn boundaries. But right now, he's exploring. Around this time last year, me and my three children had to spend a Christmas in a shelter. And they didn't know the difference, but I knew the difference. Um, To them, Santa was still coming to see them. At the time, my baby was like seven months old. But it broke my heart because it wasn't like I couldn't cook for them the way I wanted to cook for them. I mean, we left cookies out for Santa, but... It wasn't the same because it wasn't in our own space. Like, we couldn't make our own memories. Like, I felt like that memory, that it's a tarnished memory. Like, they're going to remember being in a shelter at 9 and 5. It was just a rough experience, and I I didn't know what to do at the time. The particular shelter that I was at, I cannot say because it is a... Uh, domestic violence shelter, um, and it ha- it helps women who are also in recovery. It was a beautiful, beautiful house, beautiful like an old Victorian style house. It was beautiful. I remember when we first got there, they had asked us to put all our belongings to the side. We had to take the clothes off that we were in and get into new clothes so they can wash everything at high temperatures and then dry everything at high temperatures. You know, it was a bed broke protocol. So it kind of threw me and the kids off. But when we got there, you know, they set us up in a room that was just our own and I put the kids to bed and that was it. It was it was really frightening the way that we had to get there, though, because we had to, like, go to the local hospital and then get transported from the hospital to the shelter. But at that particular shelter, I learned a, a lot about the different resources that they have available for single mothers with children or domestic violence victims. They have so many things that they can help with. But you have to be the one that wants to do it. Um... You have to go find, you know, the resources. They don't, you know, they hold weekly meetings or monthly meetings with you or weekly meetings with you. And 
they say, okay, there's this, 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 and this, and we can do a possibility of this, but they don't give you like the tools. Um, and we had a house phone in the house uh, for the shelter, but it never stayed on the hook. So if, even if we did give that number out, it would ring busy. Um, because it was a particular uh, domestic violence shelter, we had to have our locations on our cell phones turned off and a whole bunch of other stuff we had to agree to. We couldn't tell people where we were. Um, if we wanted somebody to pick us up, that we would have to go a distance. But I get that. That was to ensure the safety of the women that were already there um, and to make sure that everybody remained safe. After our time was up at that shelter, um, we moved into a hotel um, with the father of my children. Um, And because my oldest son has a disability, um, a hospital was paying for it, but they can only do it for a certain amount of month or amount of weeks. Um, and I had to find somewhere else to go, which I eventually did. And it was a wonderful, another wonderful place. This shelter was even better than the last, but it was a wonderful place to go to because me and my children's father are not married. We were, we've been on and off for 11 years now, um, which we can go into a whole nother story about how he and I met a long time ago. Um, but it was a wonderful shelter because even though we are not legally married or on any sort of documentation that we are married because he's the father to my children and because he was with me and we decided to work on our relationship and whatnot, they let him stay with me at this shelter because we are a family unit, which I thought was wonderful. Um, cause he is the father to all three of my children. He you know, supported me even after I left him and got into a domestic violence relationship or a relationship that became violent. Um, he was there supportive of me when I left. And we kind of, that's kind of one of those things like you don't know what you have until it's gone, you know? Like, he is a good person, but we weren't clicking because we had different ideologies and different views on how to raise children, and it wasn't working between us. Nonetheless, we stayed at that particular, the hotel for till January the 26th, I remember it, um, and then we got into a shelter and from January 26th, and we moved in our house May 8th of 2019. While we were at the new shelter, which was a family shelter, we've seen single mothers come in, single fathers come in, whole families come in. Um, we've seen different personalities. And... 
it really opened my eyes to what I truly wanted to do with my life. And that was to assist people because it, everybody needs a little help. Everybody. No matter how rich, how poor, how, you know, everybody needs some sort of help. Um, and the journey that I've been through, I've learned about tons of resources, whether it's, you know, seeking assistance, getting um, a therapist or you need help with utilities or your car runs out who who will help you get a bus card so you can get to work and there's a lot of help out there but some people don't utilize these programs so if you don't utilize the programs or you don't get the help when you need it they eventually just go away altogether and then it doesn't benefit those who really do need the help and I think being a mother, you learn to adapt and to your surroundings. You learn to, uh, to you know, seek resources. You see all those people that are moms that do excre- uh, the, the couponing and, you know, they that's how they live. That's, that's a talent because, you know, I can't do that for the life of me. And I wish that I could because I'd be saving so much on toilet paper right now um, and diapers and baby wipes. Because that is a blessing. That is their gift. So my gift, the thing that I want to do is social work or maybe not social work per se, but I want to be able to assist families when they need the help the most. Because when my family needed help, I got that type of assistance. And it wasn't like I'm not on um, any government subsidized housing. I do pay my rent. I have a rent, my rent, my garbage, my water bill, my gas bill, my electric, renter's insurance that I pay myself. Their father does help, but I also pay because it's a partnership. But that's because we raise kids together and they live here. His kids live here, so he feels like he has to you know, help and contribute because he didn't, I didn't make these kids by myself, um, to ease anyone's minds. No, we're not together anymore. Um, but he helps when he can right now. I still pay the majority of my bills by myself. And I am proud to finally be able to say that after being almost over a year in a shelter, multiple shelters and a hotel that stuff is not fun but sometimes as parents we got to swallow up our pride and do and put that aside and ask for help because if we don't ask for that help or if we you know keep putting stuff off our our children really do suffer and they are sponges they see everything we do they learn everything society is pushing them to grow too, too fast I don't want my nine, five and one year old to have to feel like they have to worry about finances. My son asked for a Nintendo switch for Christmas and I let him know in advance. I'm sorry, bud, but mommy has to pay certain bills. So it won't happen. Um, he already knows that Santa is not real, but he plays it off because his sister and his brother 
And because his little sister believes, he pretends that he he believes too. So every child made, except for the one-year-old, made a Santa list. I'm trying not to cry, y'all. I really am. And both my children asked for Santa to bring me a new car because after work, mommy would be able to spend more time with them. My shift changed from 8 to 4.30 to 9.30 to 6. Um, I still get there around 8, 8.30 because my daughter go attends the the uh, preschool program that I work for. So, sorry, that's my one-year-old. So, I we wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Well, I wake up at 4.30. I get everything ready. I shower, get her clothes ready for her, make sure they're nice and toasty warm. I'll throw them in the dryer for a little bit so that they'll be a little warm when she puts them on, and she loves that. By 5.15 in the morning, she is up and ready to go. Uh, we pack her backpack the night before of extra clothes, her onesies, um, extra socks, uh, the hand warmers that you can put like, or the, you know, the warmers that you can put in your shoes and uh, hold in your gloves. I have those for her. Um, I tend to forget about myself and then she yells at me because mom always worries about her and not her. And I don't worry about myself. But by 5.30, we're out the door because it's about a 15-minute walk. And if there's snow, it takes longer. By 5.56, we're on the bus. By the time we get to where we're going to, it is 7.45, 8 o'clock. This is the most resilient five-year-old I have ever met in my life. And I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter, but because she walks, she makes this 20, 15, 20 minute walk, no problems. She's happy to go to school. She genuinely loves going to school. She loves her teacher. She loves learning. And if I leave her, you know, sometimes I will leave her because I feel like, she, you know, needs to be a kid and just sleep in every once in a while. So it's a, I'll leave her one day, you know, with her dad and she'll, you know, sleep in and and she'll have a fun time with her dad. But when she does get up at five, she'll get up at five o'clock, brush her teeth, wash her face, double check her backpack, get her clothes on, triple check her backpack then she gets up and moving and she's ready to go and she's out the door. She doesn't miss a beat. The only thing that she ever complains about is the motion sickness. That's it. But that's why we bring her snacks. Um, and other than that, she is wonderful. When we wake up and we go to work or slash school, she sleep, she's like, it's dark outside. When we come home, it's dark outside. Depending on how long the buses take or if we miss a bus, it can take us anywhere from an hour and a half to two, two hours, two and a half hours to get home. And she does not complain a bit. If I get lunch at work, I'll set aside some for her for when we come back home. 
But it amazed me that both my kids asked Santa to get me a car for Christmas because they want to spend more time with me. It makes me feel a little guilty because I don't spend that much time with them. Because when we come back home, my daughter is exhausted. So she'll eat a little, little dinner. She'll go take her little shower, change into her onesie, snuggle up on my bed with me. Or she'll go talk to her dad before he leaves. And she's out. And then with my oldest... By the time we come home, he's already homework done, dinner eaten, eaten, and, and, you know, playing video games or, you know, washing my dishes because he knows I don't like dishes in the sink when I get home. Um, I bought Monopoly for them so we can play because that's the one game he asked me for and we still have yet to play because we haven't had much time to play. Um... But my plans for when we when we um during Christmas break, I have one thing to do with them every day. Whether it's bake cookies or play games, it's just one thing we do as a family every day. So tonight, um I go to work tomorrow, but tonight um I'm going to make their favorite thing in the world to eat. And that is uh, chicken Alfredo without the chicken. Usually I put chicken and broccoli in there and one out of the three will eat it. And it's the 18 month old that'll eat it. So that's what we're doing today. And I just got to say, I wouldn't change being their mother for the world. They love me for who I am. They love me for everything that I do. They love me. I, you know, they love me through it all. They don't put any blame on me. Like, it's not my fault. They just say, the oldest, I feel like before he was born, I feel like, how do I say this? He's an old soul in a little kid's body. I think I say this because the things that come out of his mouth are like something my grandpa would tell me. You know, you got the old people's not the, not old people, but you know, older people tell you, you know, you you wish you were young and I wish this and that would have happened and if I knew then what I knew now. You know, my son would be like, "Mom, you can't judge a book by its cover, you know? We were homeless before, but we always stayed clean. We didn't look like we were, you know, we had no place to live and nobody knew the difference." And I'm like, "Dude, you're right. You can't judge a book by its cover." And he's the first one to give, you know, he'll see somebody begging for change. He's the first one. Instead of giving them money, he will offer them whatever snacks are in his backpack. Similar to what his sister does. Because he says that money is only temporary. It'll only fix it temporary. But if he can feed the person, maybe whatever money that person makes that day, they can get a hotel room.
and be set for the night. Which I would never have seen a nine-year-old or I would never have thought a nine-year-old could, you know, realize that type of thing. But tis the season, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, whichever holidays you celebrate. Right now, I was teaching them about Hanukkah. Tomorrow, we're doing Kwanzaa when I get back home from work. Um, and I hope you continue this journey with me and let you tell, you know, let me express some things to you that you may not have known about, you know, mom life or shelter life or whatever it may be. Just come on, come on, take this journey with me, guys. I'll be back probably next week, okay? You guys have a blessed one. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.